is Evie. I am a cloth diaper addict slash advocate. Welcome to the Cloth Diaper Anonymous podcast, a show for moms like me who have chosen to save money, live cleaner, and support small businesses while cloth diapering our babies. And welcome to episode two. In this episode, I have decided to compile all of the cloth diaper myths gathered in the month of March and try to either debunk or confirm whether there's any validity to some of these points. And we're starting off strong with cloth diaper myth number one. Cloth diaper laundry is too much work. And it's subjective. Adding a new member to your family alone comes with an increase in laundry, whether it be due to regular changes, blowout clothes changes, or spit up and vomit changes. Babies and toddlers get dirty. And the fact of the matter is, people have this idea that cloth diaper laundering is some super specific science. That extra two or three loads of cloth diaper laundry per week really don't make much of a difference. And on the flip side, you'll save yourself the time, effort, and inconvenience of having to get dressed in the middle of the night and send your husband or drag your kids along for a midnight diaper run when you inevitably run out. Depending on your situation, if you live in a standard home or apartment with immediate access to a washer and dryer, you may find the process of cloth diaper laundering extremely hands-off. In the vast majority of situations, there's no need to pre-treat or do anything special with your cloth diapers. In general, all you need is a pre-wash just to remove any urine or poop that may have been left behind, and then a hot cycle with detergent, and you don't need any kind of special detergent either. Your washing machine will do all the work for you. I personally have gotten into a routine of throwing in diapers on wash day as soon as I get home and they'll go through a pre-wash while we're doing dinner and bath and then right before bed I start the main wash and then go to sleep. If I happen to wake up in the middle of the night or sometime before I leave for work in the morning I'll throw everything into the dryer. If you choose to air dry, you can hang your diaper shells and throw your absorbency material in the dryer on low or medium. But since I've chosen to tumble dry everything, I dry on low or extra low and then remove any PUL like the diapers and wet bags after about an hour and then dry the remaining inserts on low or medium. Now this isn't a reality for everyone and I understand that. Without immediate access to a washer and dryer, things may not be as easy or hands-off. Could it still be worth it? Absolutely. It's all up to you. There are plenty of compact options for laundering cloth diapers by hand or even in mini compact washers. These can be an added expense, but when you factor in the cost savings for being able to launder your own clothes in these mini washers, or even just saving from switching and not having to buy disposables, you may find that this could be a solution for you and your family as well. If cloth diapering is something that you really want to do and be successful with, and you feel like there's no options for you in your specific situation, I encourage you to reach out to someone. You can find many cloth diaper educators and advocates like myself, and maybe even find a local business that does laundering services and maybe could give you some more information or discuss their services in your area. Where there's a will, there is a way. But if there's no will, that's absolutely okay too. Cloth diapering isn't for everyone, and disposables can be very easy and convenient if you find a brand that your baby is comfortable with. Whatever you choose to do, let it be your decision as a family and not by others telling you that one is better than the other.
Myth number two, cloth diapers are too expensive. False. Cloth diapering has many options and it can be as luxurious and expensive or as economical and inexpensive as you'd like. On the high end of the market are the plastic-free alpaca wool covers with organic, high-quality cotton flats and fitted. And the full stash from birth to potty training could cost you around $700 to $900. The average market price for a PUL or TPU diaper from a small business can be about $15 to $20 when you factor in the pocket or cover and the insert or absorbency options that you would need. And a full stash of these can cost you from $300 to $500. And now if you're on a tighter budget, you could do multi-packs from Amazon, which are roughly $50 each for a six-pack. And you'll need about two to three of these to get through one day and washing every day. Or three to four packs and you can wash every other day. And lastly, the most economical option is flatten covers. Diaper covers are a staple for any parent, whether you cloth diaper or use disposables. If you've experienced any diaper blowouts or poo explosions in a disposable diaper, a quick and easy fix is to throw a diaper cover over it. It contains all the mess and you won't have to deal with the huge mess every single time. A diaper cover could be reused between changes without a full wash as long as you have no big poo explosions. You simply wipe the cover down and throw in a new liner. A system like this could cost under $100 if you have just a few covers and a good amount of flats and flower sack towels. Now when you compare all of this to the price of a disposable diaper, I think switching from one 30 cent diaper to a 10 to 15 or even a $100 diaper, it's insane. But the fact that those 30 cent diapers are not reusable and you need to be replaced every time, you'll see the cost savings add up. On average, a newborn baby goes through about 10 diapers a day, and maybe more if you have a heavy wetter like mine. And now, those 30 cent diapers times 10 times a day, that's $3 a day and $90 a month. By your baby's first birthday, you could have already afforded to buy them the tie-in, top-of-the-line, alpaca, cushion, heaven-soft, baby alpaca, wool cover diapering system. Or even just every P-Well diaper print that you can think of to match every single cute little milestone photo outfit when you also factor in that most toddlers in america potty train between the ages of two and three you then double or triple those savings for each additional year you get to utilize those cloth diapers and then if you add another child into the mix those same diapers can be used for the next baby and any subsequent children that you may have so long as they are good quality and properly cared for now if you choose to use disposables and find you're dealing with rash after rash and have to keep changing brands only to settle on the most expensive skin-friendly version, those could be closer to 40 cents. And at that point, savings again can be just astronomical. And yes, I've heard the argument, well, there's always sales and discounts or gift card opportunities and rebates and blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, but do you take advantage of those? Most of those deals are once a month and you have to spend a minimum of $75 to $100, sometimes even $150 to get like a $25 gift card. And if you're a family living paycheck to paycheck, which newsflash, most Americans are, 
unless you've properly planned and budgeted for those sales and know when they're going to happen, you won't have that money whenever those deals go live. You'll just be in a cycle of buying weekly or just whenever you run out. And at that point, you'll just buy whatever's on the shelf, whether it's on sale or not. And I could also argue that a lot of these cloth diaper prices could vary as there's always sales and discount codes available when you really go looking for them. Earth Day and Black Friday are some of the best times to shop for cloth diapers. So keep a lookout and if you're really interested, definitely follow my page and I'm always on top of deals as far as cloth diapers. Speaking of which, if you're enjoying this podcast and would like to help sponsor future episodes and giveaways, you can go to my page, clothdiaperanonymous.com, and shop my discount page. You can find several options from cloth diapers to apparel and even some of my favorite baby products. Shopping through my links and using my codes can help you save money and help me earn a small commission, store credit, discount, or even free product that can be used for me to test and review or feature in a future giveaway for my supporters. If you choose to shop through these links, I thank you so much. It means a great deal to me to be able to share products that I love and help families save money along the way. Now, on to myth number three. Cloth diapers are complicated and inconvenient. False. Sorry for the worried voice. (laughs) Modern cloth diapers have come a long way from those big squares with pins and plastic pants. And while, yes, some moms still choose to do the flat diaper option, modern-day cloth diaper covers have changed so much. The luxurious alpaca wool cover option I mentioned earlier, and even just merino wool or other wool options are much more breathable than those plastic pants. They're a great option for babies with super-sensitive skin. If you choose a flat diaper and cover, you could just paddle that flat into a rectangle and throw that in there no pins needed more popular option right now is the pocket diaper which you could take that same folded flat or multi-layered insert and stuff that into the pocket these diapers are usually lined with a micro suede fleece or athletic looking jersey the lining options can vary from brand to brand and can ultimately just be a personal preference when it comes to fastening these there's generally only two options that i've seen on the market and that's snaps or hook and loop, which is basically just Velcro, but not the Velcro brand. These diapers usually are the most user-friendly and economical because they are very adjustable in sizing and can fit on average from 8 to 50 pounds. And some even extend further or offer options to extend sizing should you have a bigger baby or a child with potty learning delays or special needs. There's also all-in-one systems, which require no stuffing if your baby is a moderate or light wetter. Or there are heavy wetter options and additional boosters that you can add. And you just gotta wash, dry, and apply. No extra steps. Myth number four. Daycares won't let you use cloth diapers. And this kind of depends. Most daycare providers or caretakers have an outdated understanding of what cloth diapering is or what it looks like in today's modern world. I personally work full-time and I send my son to daycare with cloth diapers. But when I was touring facilities, I brought the question up and the director was very open and accommodating. She even said it may be beneficial if I came by one day and helped show the teachers how to fold and pin his diapers and all the diaper changing storage options. (laughs) Oh man. I about died. 
When we first started sending diapers to daycare, I sent several different options. I sent some snap pocket diapers, some hook and loop pocket diapers, and some snap all-in-one diapers. They provided feedback saying the hook and loop diaper was the easiest, and I took that information, but since I already had a full stash of snap diapers, and I couldn't afford a whole nother stash of hook and loop, I ended up buying some hook and loop converters and even made more based off of these. And I have made several videos on my hook and loop converters, so if you'd like to take a look at those and see how I made them, you can check out the show notes and I will include the link for where you can go explore. Another reason daycares may choose to decline accepting cloth diapers is more of a sanitary reason. They have this thought that there will just be poopy diapers hanging around on the tables all day. And the reality is that most babies only poop one to three times a day. And most of those diapers are at home. So the diapers coming from daycare are just pee diapers. And they get immediately stored in a wet bag after changing. This wet bag will contain all the ick and the smells throughout the day. And then you take it home at pickup and provide a clean and empty one for the next day. If all else fails and you are determined, you can go back to your pediatrician and get a release stating your child's needs and sensitivities to disposable diapers, and that it is a personal choice and a doctor recommendation to use cloth. And if that doesn't work, maybe you can find another provider or ask a local mom group. Myth number five, you have to choose between cloth diapers and disposable diapers. False. Cloth diapering doesn't need to be all or nothing. There are many families that choose to use a combination of both, and it's all up to your family. Some may choose to use disposables at night because cloth diapering overnight may be intimidating, or disposables for daycare if they don't find a care provider willing to work with them. You could choose to use disposables while on vacation, a weekend at grandma's, or when someone in the home is sick. It's all okay. It's also okay to cloth diaper full-time and feel like you need to take a break every now and then. If you feel overwhelmed and think maybe your wash routine needs a little help, or you're feeling like maybe you're getting behind on laundry and need to catch up on other things, it's all okay. Every cloth diaper used is more towards what you save, but time with your family and your mental health are number one for you and your little one. Myth number six, you'll have to touch poop. And this one's kind of true, but it's not exclusive to cloth diapers. Sorry to break it to you, but poop is a natural function of the human body, and babies are no exception. So, whether you use cloth diapers or disposables, you will be dealing with poop, regardless. While technically no one will be super hands-on or touching it at every change, there will be times where you go in to sneak a peek and you find you have something on your finger, if you get what I'm saying. Now you gotta go wash your hands and throw on your hazmat suit. <laughs> totally kidding. But yeah, newsflash. All parents deal with poop. In fact, it's actually illegal in most jurisdictions to put human waste into the garbage. It needs to be treated and properly disposed of through your sewage and septic system and onto a treatment facility. And yes, that means you're supposed to dump and flush the poop from disposable diapers too. It actually used to come on every box, but it may not anymore. I really haven't looked. Myth number seven, baby's clothes won't fit. And this, it depends. There are many varying levels of fluff buttness when it comes to cloth diapers. And nowadays, sometimes the diaper is part of the outfit. There are many different wool and fleece, bummy, or pant options that double as apparel and their water-resistant outer layer. 
Most parents really don't seem to complain too much or put a lot of thought into this myth. And really, the shape of your baby alone has more to do with the fit and whether your baby will be able to wear the exact size labeled for their age. The diaper might not have anything to do with it. When you think what newborns and infants wear the most, you think sleepers and onesies. It's a rare occasion where you'll see a teeny tiny baby in blue jeans and sneakers. Super skinny jeans may never look like you'd expect, but there's many other options and trends change all the time. You'll have absolutely no problem finding clothes to fit, even if it means you need to size up. If you're interested in creating less waste and think buying baby clothes is really pointless anyways at the rate they grow, I encourage you to look into Grow With Me clothing. These are typically created oversized with an extendable wrist and ankle cuff that adjust to fit pretty custom to whatever stage your baby is in. During summer months, my little one is usually just in a t-shirt and a cute pocket diaper. There are many moms that will do the same and add leg warmers or little crawling cushions for their knees. There are super trim diapering options as well that fit great under clothes. I personally prefer a super trim diaper, especially for daycare. So my son can wear his like jeggings or jeans and just regular school clothes. And super trim diapers like this are usually my Texas Tissues Usiati or Mama Koala. Besides that, I think the extra padding is actually a small bonus. Babies that are just learning to walk can get some extra cushion protection for their bums for those inevitable tumbles and stumbles. I know my son had a few terrible stumbles. What specifically comes to mind when he actually mildly bruised his tailbone and he had a pretty fluffy butt? I can't imagine how bad that would have been had he fallen without that extra cushion. We still get to enjoy cute rompers and overalls. Our favorites right now are from Texas Tushies. They're created around the idea of a cloth diaper baby, so there's that extra room in the bum. And then just regular clothes from Walmart. Myth number eight. Cloth diapering is just for the hardcore hippie parents. False. There are many reasons why a family could choose to cloth diaper or explore the idea of part-time cloth diapering. There's the cost savings aspect, and there's babies with sensitive skin, Disposable diapers are made with some pretty harsh chemicals. If you dig deep, you'll find that the products and the ingredients used in the fluff of those diapers are toxic. So much so that the factory workers have to wear heavy-duty respirator masks to make these diapers. Imagine your child getting a hold of that and ripping one open. Or if you accidentally toss one in the washer with your baby's clothes. Imagine the chemicals that could leach off of that diaper and into the fibers of your baby's clothes. Then there's people like myself, who actually wanted to cloth diaper just because they're cute. And I understand that there's a level of privilege there, knowing that I made the choice versus someone who literally has to because they have no other choice. Financial hardships are common in today's world. That's another big reason many parents have chosen to use cloth diapers. And lastly, some parents choose cloth for environmental reasons, which brings me to myth number nine. Cloth diapers aren't really environmentally friendly. So obviously, I think this one's false. I've actually heard some people question whether cloth diapering is actually worse for the environment than a disposable. They believe that the additional water and energy needed to wash and dry cloth diapers creates a larger carbon footprint than the resources needed to produce, transport, and dispose of disposable diapers. While it's true that both cloth and disposable diapers have a negative impact on the environment, the high-efficiency washing machines and dryers that we have today have drastically reduced 
the amount of water and electricity needed for laundering cloth diapers. When you factor in the amount of raw materials involved in manufacturing the roughly 6,000 or more disposable diapers a baby may need from birth to potty training, the amount of trash that will sit in landfills for 500 plus years, I think it's clear that cloth diapers that are reused and can be passed on between children is clearly the most eco-friendly choice. And last but not least, my favorite, myth number 10, poop goes into the washer or pushing in the toilet is required. This one is a big fat false. Well, yes, some newborn and infant poop can be water soluble while they are on a primarily liquid diet. This does not mean that as soon as my baby poops, the diaper goes straight into the washer, poop and all. I've also heard that the only way to get poop off is to splash it around in the toilet or scraping the poop off by hand. It's all wrong. There's so many new gadgets and tools to make cleaning the solid remains off super easy. You can try disposable bamboo liners. They sell some on Amazon, but these tend to be pretty thin, and when I use them, the only real way I got them to stay in place was to double them up. There are also many small brands that offer better quality disposable liners, such as Kinder Cloth and the Good Village Cloth Co. You simply lay the liner in the diaper before setting the baby down, and when you go to change them, you just throw that liner away. If there are any solids on the liner, you just need to knock them off into the toilet, which is super easy given how flexible the liner is, and then just toss it in the trash. Some liners may be marketed as biodegradable and flushable, but I would never recommend flushing them. If your goal is to create less waste, this is a good option. Knowing one single liner is much less waste than a whole disposable diaper. But another option could be to use reusable liners. These are typically made of AWJ athletic looking jersey or fleece or a combo of the two. These are the most commonly used materials in the lining of modern pocket diapers and this is mostly due to their wicking ability and antimicrobial properties. Fleece liners can be made DIY out of a cheap fleece blanket from Walmart. You just gotta make sure you wash it first because it will shrink and then you remove the threading on the edge and just cut several strips, maybe 5 by 11 or you could just take an insert or diaper and eyeball the size. Same waste removal process for those, but sometimes those solids can be a little bit more stuck into the fibers, which brings me to my favorite way to remove poop, the diaper sprayer. Most modern cloth diapering parents choose to add a handheld bidet sprayer to remove solids and spray down diapers or liners into the toilet. Along with this are several accessories you can get to make things a little easier such as a spray pal, a spray guard, or a spray stand. The spray pal, you would clip on one diaper or liner and spray it off, wring out the excess water, and put the diaper into a wet bag. The spray guard clips onto the bidet sprayer and is like a cone that contains and prevents any splashback. The spray stand, which is actually what I use, is a contraption that will sit on the toilet seat and it's shaped similarly to a small bathroom trash can and honestly, I've seen many moms DIY one out of a dollar store trash can. But essentially, you can clip up to four diapers and liners, maybe more if you're strategic, and it's all enclosed. What I like to do is spray down the solids into the toilet and then let the diapers drip dry for a few minutes so I don't have to drip any dirty water across the bathroom floor. And once they're mostly dry, I'll spray them with some OxyClean, take them and put them into the diaper pail or the wet bag. So, there you have it. 10 cloth diaper myths busted. Have you heard any others? Did you learn something new? 
Follow me on social media and let me know what your thoughts are on this episode. Don't forget, if you would like to be featured in a future episode, you can go to clothdiaperanonymous.com and go to the contact page. You can sign up for emails and be notified of future episodes or take part in future surveys so we can better gauge what the community wants to hear and learn about next. Thanks for listening. I hope you have enjoyed. I hope you'll share this podcast with your friends, family, fellow cloth diaper community members, and let's make cloth diapering more mainstream and socially acceptable.